There are three non-negotiables every business owner needs to get ahead, traffic, leads, and sales. But with so much noise in the online marketing industry, it's hard to know what works and what doesn't. That's what Unfiltered is all about, giving real entrepreneurs the real truth about making a huge impact with their businesses, fluff free. I'm your host, Lena Elkins, and I hope you love the episode. Hello, my friends. It's your girl, Lena here. Hope you are having an awesome day. And I'm really excited for today's episode where we are going to be talking about the top four mistakes I made when I first started my business that ultimately cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars and like so many hours of wasted time and also heartache and drama and emotional stress. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, So we have four things here. Now, two of them are from my first business because I wanted to make this applicable to all of you guys. I think about half of you guys have coaching businesses and then the other half of you guys have service-based businesses, some more done for you services, right? So like I know, again, the first half, a lot of you guys are like me, uh, business and marketing coaches, business strategists, mindset coaches, health coaches, and that's great. And then the other half are, you know, maybe you have an agency, maybe you're a copywriter, maybe you're a graphic designer. So I wanted to make this applicable to both of you guys. So as you guys know, I mean, I feel like a broken record. I've explained, (laughs) I've told this story so many times, but when I first got started in business on my own, I basically had an agency. So I was offering content and social media marketing services um, to the startup tech community in Tel Aviv, which is very, very big. Um, And then afterward, after a year, I transitioned into coaching and consulting. So we're first going to start with the first two, which are all about the agency side of things, the done for you services. So with that, let's just jump right into it. Okay, number one, when I first got started in my agency, I charged very, very little. I also charged in the wrong payment structure. And ultimately, I feel like the combination of two things plus some other things attracted the wrong kind of client. Or really, I shouldn't even call them clients. What we should really call them are pseudo bosses or pseudo employers. And I'm curious if you've ever experienced this as well. If you yourself are new in business, especially if you are doing done for you services, you might have experienced that sometimes you feel like your clients aren't actually your customers, but they more so just feel like you have a bunch of little separate bosses who are bossing you around and treating you like a regular boss would in a full-time job. And you're like, what the heck, why did I get into my own business, right? If this is basically just gonna be the same thing. And I had totally fallen into that trap when I first got started. So basically when this was happening, I was in many ways still in in an employee mindset. And this made sense, right? I had recently left a full-time job. I had never had my own business before. I really knew no other way than letting somebody else call the shots and sort of direct and guide me, right? And I was also a 23-year-old woman, which unfortunately, I think a lot of business owners, especially when they're older, especially when they're men, and I hate to say that, but this is just my personal experience, I think a lot of business owners in that case will see like a 23-year-old woman who's brand new in her own freelancing business, basically, as sort of an easy pawn, right, in their business to use and to pay very little right? And because of that, they also aren't always naturally kind to you, right? Or respectful toward you and your expertise. And that is totally, uh, was totally the case for me. But the 
thing is at the time, because I was still in this employee mindset and I still lacked a lot of confidence and like, can I do this? Right. I know that I'm new. I sort of assumed that I deserve it because I thought that, okay, well, I am new in business. I have a lot to learn. Maybe I deserve to be treated this way. Right. Um, and in many ways, because of that, instead of seeing these clients as like, wow, they're really not treating me well, or they're sort of abusing my time or they're not paying me very well. Right. In many ways, I was like, okay, well, you know, they've been in business a lot longer than me. They have a lot more experience. So I'm going to treat them as mentors. You know, I'm going to try to learn from this experience. And on the one hand, that's a great mindset to have because in any experience that you have, no matter how comfortable, there's always something to learn from it, right? But I think that I let it go too far at this time, if I'm being honest, because the thing is, these clients were not my mentors, right? They were my customers, but because I saw them as my mentors, I basically took everything that they said, all the advice they gave me, all the direction that they gave me, all the things they told me to do as face value. This is just what needs to happen. This is the truth. And I even remember there was uh, one particular client that I had who had a, a, a tech business basically here in Tel Aviv. I get an older man in his probably late 40s. No, I don't know how to say older, but you know, like late 40s, early 50s. Um, who at one point I had worked up the courage to ask to raise my rates a little bit, my hourly rate, which the whole hourly rate thing, I mentioned payment structure before, we'll get into that in a second. Um, I wanted to raise my hourly rate. And I sent this to him in an email, an email that I was very nervous to send, spent a lot of time crafting and all these things. And he basically called me and he yelled at me and he said, how dare you? How dare you think that you deserve more than I'm already paying you? You are so easily replaceable in this business. You're not even very good at what it is that you do. And you're lucky that I keep you on at all. And you can ask my best friend. I remember when I received this call, I was in her apartment. And as he was saying this to me, I was just crying and crying and crying. And I totally bought everything that he said. Now, looking back on it, I cannot believe that I allowed anyone to speak to me like that ever. So in retrospect, and by the way, you might have experienced this yourself before, okay? So if you have, I don't want you to think that there's something wrong with you, that anything that these people are saying is true about you, okay? What it comes down to is just setting clear boundaries for yourself. That was the first thing that I had to do. I had to set clear boundaries for myself and have the confidence to stick to those boundaries, right? In retrospect, I would have stuck to a certain price point and I would have not negotiated. This is also something that was very common. When I first signed on with new clients, I would be like, this is my hourly rate. They'd be like, um, actually let's cut that in half or let's cut that in a third. And I would be like, uh, okay, <laughs> right? No, stick to what you know that you deserve. I also wouldn't have charged hourly at all because the truth is when you charge hourly, that becomes the focus of your worth, right? And of your value. When really people are paying you for your expertise and the solutions that you're bringing to the table for them, not about hourly. Okay, McDonald's employees get paid hourly. That's how they basically quantify and measure their worth. That's not the case for you. So please, for the love of God, stop charging hourly. I would have also set parameters and rules for how client communication happens, for what I allow and what I don't allow in that communication, when payments are due. All of this would have been set and made very, very clear in the beginning. Now, the thing is, if you're not clear on this beginning and there's a lot of gray area, then obviously clients are going to walk all over you and abuse that, right? So now, whenever we have clients sign on, either today, you know, on the consulting and agency side of the business or on the coaching side of the business, right, it's very, very clear. This is how we expect you to show up. This is how we promise that we will show up. 
This is how many emails you are allowed to send to us in a specific day. This is how you can and cannot communicate with us. Like all of this is very, very clear upfront. Now, the thing is, I did not need years of experience and expertise to deserve any of this kind of better treatment, right? I just had to set the stage for what I wanted and clearly communicate that. It would have been very, very simple. So if you're thinking, well, I don't deserve to charge higher rates. I uh, can't afford to not be in a place to not negotiate at this point, right? I can't afford to not take the client call when they're calling me a hundred times throughout the day, right? That's complete bullshit. You set the standard for what you deserve. And if you stick to that, people are going to match you and meet you at that level. And ultimately, you are going to attract bigger and better clients from the get-go. You don't have to waste any time and work your way up to that. Okay, number two, and this sort of goes along with the first one, sort of like the, the part two of that, but it's also really important. Um, basically, when I first got started in this first year, I was working with a lot of clients that I didn't naturally connect with or like or believe in. Now, here's the thing. In my first year, I made a lot of money, but that was a problem that I had is that I thought it was only about the money, right? It was like only about raking in as much cash that I could and having the biggest and best first year in business ever. And that was great. But the truth is because of that, I was way too flexible in my target market for who I was willing to work with. My train of thought was again, well, money is money, right? And who knows, maybe I will like this person. Maybe I don't like them now, but maybe um, I will like this person or I will learn more about their industry and I will become more passionate and into it, okay? I now know that that was a big waste of my time. And I also now know after working with hundreds and hundreds of clients, I now know that the very best clients, as in the ones they're going to have the best experiences with and the ones who are going to pay you the, the most are the ones who truly connect with and believe in what they're doing. So again, because I was in Tel Aviv, right, when I first started my business, there's a very big tech startup scene, okay? And again, uh, th this could be anything from, you know, companies that are selling softwares to apps to cloud computing solutions, right? Like really is across the board, but very techy stuff. And I'm sorry if, if you're personally into that, if you find that interesting, that's great. To me, it is the most boring shit in the world. Okay. It was so dry. It was not personal. It made no sense to me. It seemed to have no tangible positive impact on the world at all. And the thing is, I'm sure that, that wasn't true. I'm sure in many ways, I, I just was ignorant and new. But the thing is, I personally just didn't connect to it. It didn't make sense to me. I now know, again, after working with so many different kinds of clients that I'm really passionate about helping businesses that are committed to other people's well-being, their happiness, their confidence, their personal and professional growth, right? Women's empowerment and education, right? Those are sort of like the main areas that I get really, really excited about. Basically, I'm, I'm really stoked about creative solutions to impact real human beings on a tangible level. But all of these, you know, really techy software based startup companies, I just didn't get that connection. I wasn't able to do it. And again, most of these companies were owned by older men, mostly older men with huge egos who totally looked down on my 23 year old self, right? Not my vibe. And because the natural connection just wasn't there, I'll be honest with you, I hated doing the work, <laughs> okay? It wasn't inspiring, it wasn't fun, but I totally blame this on myself. I'm like, well, Lena, you're just not working hard enough, right? You're just tired, you're just overwhelmed, you're just overworked, you're just exhausted, right? The thing is, none of this was true, okay? I had the time to serve these clients, I had the energy, 
right? I was single at the time. I was only worrying about myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely had the space, but the thing is I just wasn't inspired or motivated to support these businesses. And that manifested in the way of me feeling like sad and depressed and feeling overwhelmed and exhausted all the time. So long story short, work with people you'd want to hang out with anyway. Okay. And you don't have to be in business for the past 10 years to know who you like hanging out with and who you don't personalities that you connect with and personalities that you don't. Right. I promise it'll make the entire experience way more enjoyable. The relationship is going to last way longer and you're going to feel excited to show up for them every single day. Okay. Work with people who you actually like. Okay, so now transitioning into when I started my coaching business, right? So I had these realizations. I started working with, uh, with obviously younger people, primarily women with businesses I actually cared about, right? Great transitions made there. But then I entered another big mistake. And I bet a lot of you guys are guilty of this as well. I basically read a ton of books and watched a lot of trainings and webinars and listened to a lot of podcasts from people who were 100 steps ahead of me. Okay. These were people who had made multiple seven figures from whatever they were doing, whether that was selling courses or writing books or selling coaching packages or masterminds or whatever. Right. But they'd also been doing this for the past 10 or 15 years. Right. Basically, I was trying to learn and model people's experiences who I simply couldn't model, right? Because they're, they were building businesses in a completely different time that I was with different technology, with a different industry, with a different everything. So this is something that's really important to keep in mind, especially if you work in the online business and marketing and advertising space. This industry changes so quickly. The big players in the scene change very quickly. The technology changes very quickly. Algorithms, social media platforms, all content marketing styles, all these things change so, so, so quickly. So you could hear a story from somebody who made their first seven figures um, by selling a course in XYZ, but you want to make sure that they did that recently, right? And it's actually going to be relevant to you. They're not telling a story about how they did something 15 years ago. And the reason why they were so successful and reached success so quickly is because they were the first ever course on this particular topic on this particular platform. You wanna make sure that it's relevant to you. Now, don't get me wrong. It can be really, really inspiring, obviously, to hear these stories. And, and that's why, while I feel like it was a mistake to maybe follow all of their advice so closely because I did end up wasting a lot of years and a lot of time like following sort of outdated advice I don't totally regret it because it was very inspiring and motivating for me to see what was possible, right? Like without reading these stories, I don't think I would have totally conceptualized what was even possible. And that gave me a big, big, big push to keep going and to make it happen. But the advice that I have to give here is instead of listening to people who are a hundred steps ahead of you, really try to listen to people who are half a step ahead of you or one step or five steps ahead of you, right? That's really, really, really important here. Listen to people who are around the same age as you, who built a business within the past five years, okay? Like people who are going to be able to give real-time advice that's going to be applicable and that's going to generate results now. That's really, really important. Okay, and number four, this was a really big mistake I made for actually a long time. And I only, like only I would say in the past two years have I really made a big shift here, if I'm being honest. But that mistake was I didn't follow through and stick the course on any particular offer 
or lead magnet or areas of content, okay? And you probably do this too, constantly creating new, 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 new stuff. New webinars, new lead magnets, new coaching packages, new courses, new, 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 right? And I would just tell myself, okay, well, this one didn't work, right? So let's try to a different one. Let's try to figure out this one. And it's sort of fun to do this. And it's sort of addictive because you're constantly like, oh, I'm just a creative entrepreneur. And I have this new, fun, flashy idea. And I'm going to go all in. That feels way sexier and more creative and inspiring than like really dialing in the one offer that you've already been trying to perfect for the past year or two years, right? I get that. But the thing is, over the long run, I promise you're going to get much better results if you constantly improve the same offer or the same lead magnet instead of consistently just creating new ones. So basically each time that you put something out there, let's say you just created a new webinar, instead of running it once and saying, oh, well, that didn't work. Instead, try to stick to what we call the positive feedback loop, right? Which is act, assess, adjust over and over and over again. Instead of starting over, dumping it, creating something from scratch, look at that webinar and say, how can I execute on this webinar? How can I assess it? How can I look at what worked, what didn't work? And now can, how, how can I adjust, right? How can I make small tweaks and changes to make it that much better? That's going to be a way bigger result driver. So basically, if you're somebody who's constantly like, oh, it didn't work, or I'm just going to stop this, I'm going to try something new. I promise that's never the solution, okay? Real results come from long-term commitments in small incremental adjustments. So stop this whole cycle of starting and stopping and creating and then destroying and learning and implementing and starting over and over and over again. I promise you're going to look back and be like, wow, I've created 300 webinars and 300 lead magnets and none of them have worked. I wonder why. It's not because that particular thing didn't work. It's just because often when you only do something one time, <laughs> you're not going to get as good of results as when you do it the 10th time. Okay. This is like anything in our lives. You think that you crush it at riding a bike the first time you've ever rode a bike? No. But I bet the 10th time around, you were, you were flying. You know, you were doing great. It's the same thing here. Commit to the long term and making incremental improvements. And I guarantee you're going to make a lot more money over a much longer period of time. All right, friends. Those are the top four mistakes I made when I first got started in business. Don't make these mistakes, you guys. These are not mistakes that are like a rite of passage that you have to make in order to reach a certain level of success. Hey, I could have avoided these from the get-go and probably reach where I am now in my business, which we're very grateful for, but a lot sooner, right? And you guys can do it too. With that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and share it with somebody if you think that they would get a lot of value in it or go ahead and share it on social media and tag me. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Unfilter today. I hope you have a great one and we will talk soon. Oh, 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 oh,